The term passionate is a word thrown around and overused. Mountain life has become a hashtag for wannabe influencers. These words can overshadow and diminish the incredible people who actually live, work and play in the mountains. They have remarkable stories to tell and I'm on a mission to find them. I'm Ashley Pettit and this is the Beyond the Mountains podcast. My guest today is Erica Dame, and she's a fearless first responder in the mountains. During the winter season, she's a ski patroller, rescuing fallen and injured skiers off the mountains. She's making the resort safe for skiers by throwing avalanche bombs and reading the snow and weather conditions. During the summer, she's a firefighter, first on the scene at motorcycle and bicycle accidents when riders fail to make the turns descending the dangerous mountain roads. We talk about all this and more, so please stick around to the end. But time is critical, let's not waste any more time, let's just hit the intro music, get on with the show, allons-y. Hello, my name is Erika Dame. I'm a ski patroller and a firefighter in Valsony, and this is my mountain life. You ready? Yes. All right. Um, Erika Dame, thanks for coming on the show. Hi. So you you are my first female guest, so I'm quite happy about that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, and I think I, I you're a guest I've wanted to have on the show because you are a first responder in the mountains. Okay. So tell me what a first what you're doing. You're a first responder in the winter. You're a ski patroller, and in the summer you're a first responder. You're a firefighter. Exactly. I I'm rescuing people all around the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how did you get into this? How did you start? Um, at first, um, I was living in uh, Lyon for my studies for yeah. five years, and um, yeah, yeah, my job wasn't so great in Lyon, and I was like, ah, maybe I need to come back. In the mountain. Yeah, because you're born and bred here in the mountains, yeah, exactly. here in Lonsville. Yeah. Yes, uh, yeah. I spent all my sh- my childhood here and it was very, very nice. And um, yeah, the more the years was passing, the more I, I was thinking like, yeah, maybe I want my child, my children to, to grow here in the yeah. mountain. So, yeah. I decided to to come back in 2005 in Valsony. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was like, okay, I like to ski. I like to be outside and um, I like to help people. So what can I do? And my father was a ski patroller. Okay. Yeah. Good, good role model. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I, I trained. To became to become a ski patroller, and uh, eventually I passed the the, the test and yeah. the diploma, and uh, yeah. And then you were, you told me that you need okay, I'm a ski patroller in winter. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do in the summer? Yes, exactly. And um, I was talking with uh, some of my colleague in the ski resort, Jean-Marc, and uh, he was a firefighter uh, for a long time in Paris. Yeah, and after he. He come back. He came here in uh, Valsony, 
And he said, oh, yeah, we need a lot of people in the fire station like you, like uh, you are already a first responder. So it's going to be uh, really easy for you to to join the, yeah, the team. Yeah, to the test, yeah. yeah. And so I was like, oh, yeah, it's a good idea because I can do the first ad all around the year. So, uh, yeah, the same as the ski patroller. I yeah. tried and I passed. And you passed. Yeah. It's... Um It's a pretty good to be a first responder or year round because a ski patroller, a first responder or year round, but a ski patroller is really just uh, what five, really five months of the year. Yes, and then um, you, you, it's a good way to keep your skills up. Exactly, it's a really good way. So, some it was something I was afraid to not lose everything, but when you come back on December, you are like, oh my God, I'm a little bit uh, like frightened yeah. because uh, I haven't practiced for uh, six months. So yeah, it's a good uh, good way. Yeah. Let's go back to start with your uh, ski patrol life and um, tell me what the what the qualification process in this and, you know, going from the idea of becoming, oh yeah, I want to become a ski patroller to, to the, the exam, the test. Mm -hmm. And then let's talk about uh, ski patrol and then we'll transition we'll talk about uh being a firefighter yeah so oh, of course you need to to ski well to be a ski well, patroller every, everyone skis here in the mountains here and yeah yeah uh but um it's more like um when i was young i was in the ski club racing yeah and um, when you are a ski patroller it's most like you you need to go everywhere like uh, off-piste yeah on the slope and so um, yeah the 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 practice in the ski club it's good but we are all most of the time we are on the slope so i have to to learn a little bit to go off piste okay more often to go off piste so you can do the avalanche control when you are a ski patrol. Yeah, I want to talk about some of that stuff because yeah. I followed you guys for a week last year and wrote a story and uh, it's more than just skiing. Yeah. And you ski without poles. You ski exactly. <laughs> every day just uh, with your two skis, no poles, and you're carrying all your stuff. Mm -hmm. So skiing is the one part of the job, but yes. tell me about the rest of the part and the qualifications and the testing. Yeah, so the first part is to to pass the, the ski test. When you you have this, you can go to do the first head um, training. Yeah. So it's a, around two weeks. And uh, after, you need to do the ski patrol job training. On the job training? Yeah. yeah. Like uh, you need to learn uh, the stuff you say, like to to roll the net, to to put the poles, to everything like this. But the, the biggest part is the first head. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, uh, maybe it, it takes... Uh, I don't know, two months, I said, to, to get the diploma. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. So uh, a ski patrol is not just rescue, though. It's not just doing the first aid part. There's a, you're, wearing, you're wearing many different hats in the your, in your job. Yes. Take me through what a typical day is. Uh, actually, we, we don't really have a typical day because nah. every morning it's like you wake up, you go to... to to the ski resort and it can 
happen so many things like uh, but yeah uh, normally we if there is no snow you you come and you patrol the um, the slopes before the the opening yeah so you get first runs every day yeah the good <laughs> snow yeah <laughs> uh, if uh, it was snowing we do the avalanche control so we 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 have an early start and uh, so yeah we we control uh, with the bombing and uh, yeah you have different like methods of avalanche control you have the the hand 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 bombs you throw the the, yes. the bombs by hand and mm -hmm. you also have the is it the gas gas x gas x yeah. you release the big explosions i hear at seven or eight o'clock in the morning <laughs> and i know it's going to be a good ski day then yes <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we have many, many different ways to to trigger the the avalanche, to yeah. try to trigger the avalanche. Yeah, and uh, so after we we've got through this, we patrol the the slopes, and after uh, yeah, it's like we are patrolling the slope all day long, and uh, if the weather is changing, we can close some part of the resort. And and yes, and you've got the first head uh, respond. Yeah. So at any time you can be called to to do a rescue. Yeah, yeah. So I, I followed you guys around for a week, and I've I saw you. you uh, you're correct. It's avalanche control. It's uh, patrolling the pistes, but you're skiing every day just with your hands, no poles. You've got. Uh, maybe 20 or 30 poles you carry on your shoulder around the resort. You've got your backpack on with your first aid, your uh, airbag and divi con and, uh, avalanche controls. So it's a pretty physical job. Yes, exactly. It's not like uh, you are going for a, for a run and uh, like, okay, you've got your, your backpack, as you said. Uh, yeah, we've got maybe... All of the gear is like, I don't know, 10 or 15 kilos. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's something like this. Yeah, but you're not just sitting around waiting for the call. You know, no. There's mm -hmm. always, you're always on the go. You're going from one hut to the other. You're patrolling your zone in the resort. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're taking the, the pads, taking the poles. Mm -hmm. It's uh, yeah, very physical. Yes, and the best part is like you can ski whenever you want. <laughs> yeah, you can uh, sometimes like if the snow is really good, we're like okay, we are doing the poles after we do a run and uh, after we do the work. <laughs> yeah, I've I'm always at the ski lift at nine o'clock in the morning waiting for the first run, and when I'm taking the lift up. I've seen you guys doing the first run. Ah, oh, no, they beat me <laughs> yeah. down the first run. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the the ski instructor are like, "Ha, ah, you like you've been everywhere, and uh, yeah, there's no more good snow for us." <laughs> yeah, it must be a pretty nice some mornings when it's a really like really be like a beautiful day, and you're up there at eight o'clock seeing the sun um, the sunrise, and you're doing the first run. Yeah, exactly. We are alone. And uh, it's really quiet because the the um, um, sorry the ski lift and the chairlift are, are not uh, on. Yeah, yeah they're not, are not open, on. Not, yeah. Not, yeah, and yeah, it's really really cool. Yeah, you have a pretty good office up there too. Yes, yes, yes. 
It's a really good office. <laughs> well, it's not really an office. It's uh, you've got a an open space. <laughs> open space, but your your shed or the where you have your lunch break and all the equipment stored. It's like an office, but um, it's on the top of the resort. You've got what three or four of those around. Uh, yes, yes. And the main ones uh, is in the Solaire. Solaire. Mm. Yeah, I've had lunch up there yes. with you guys one day. <laughs> um, so you've done the setup. And you've done the patrols, and and then you're just sort of waiting for the the sort of first first phone calls or the first uh, oh come down we've got an accident here. What are the typical sort of accidents and uh, call outs you get here? Uh, so most of the time it's for knee injuries because um, I don't know people uh, <laughs> come here and they're like okay we're gonna do like a week. An entire week to of skiing, and maybe at home they are like uh, doing uh, once a week uh, sports. So yeah. yeah, it's really physic, physical, and yeah, most of the injuries are knee, knees, and um, shoulders. Yeah, yeah. it's like have a big fall, they like hit the shoulders or yeah. twist, twist a knee. Mm-hmm. So when that happens, how do you take them off the? Like if you're somewhere remote. Mm-hmm. How do you take them down and off the mountain? What's what's the steps there? Yeah, so most of the time we we take the sledge yeah. to take them down. And if it's really a bad injury, like uh, yeah, serious injury, or if it's too too dangerous for us, or maybe it's off piste and uh, yeah, we, we can't really reach the the bottom of the resort. Yeah. Uh, we can call the helicopter, but yeah, most of the time it's uh, with the sledge. And most of the time you work in two two people team, two person teams. We we try to do to do this, but uh, sometime like in February when is the holidays, it's really hard because there is like a lot of uh, a lot rest- of call outs. Yeah, yeah, the call. So yeah, w- we go alone for for the knee. We go alone. Yeah. <laughs> But um, we talked about being pretty physical. You're, you I mean you're not a big, you're quite petite. You're small, and you've got the 15 kilo backpack. Mm-hmm. You've got the toboggan or the sled to take the client on the guest. That's yeah. what how what that's another 10, 10 20 kilos the toboggans. Yeah, the maybe. Yeah. Then yeah. you've got to put a maybe a fully grown big man like me 100 kilos on. Yes. How do you <laughs> ski down that? You know, take them down the... So, I'm going to tell you a secret. Yeah. We've got brakes on the sledge. Yeah, yeah. But still. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes, uh, uh, yeah, people are like a little bit afraid when they see me coming because like, uh, okay, I'm a really big man and you are very, very small. Do you think you can uh, manage the to to take me down? And I'm like, yeah, no problem. Yeah, I've <laughs> seen you and you're pretty badass up there on the resorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you've got to take him like, what, uh, it's a 10 minutes. It's a quite long, it's a long trip when you've got to take them in the, in the lift, in the, in the toboggans. Mm-hmm. It takes quite a long time. Yeah. If you are at the top of the resort, uh, I guess it's like 20, 20 minutes. 20 minutes with maybe 120 kilos. Yeah. I can say like uh, your um, 
Aha, your legs are burning Dirty, yeah. a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but it's okay. Uh, the the first uh, two calls are a little bit uh, hard because it's the beginning of the season, and even if you are uh, practicing sport all around the year, yeah, the beginning of the season it's a little bit hard. Yeah. But yeah, after it's okay. <laughs> so knees and shoulders, um, you take them down to the medical center and then the, the ambulance comes and, and that takes them to the hospital or wherever they, their yes. treatment needs to go. Um, when we've had a lot of snow here, is there, have you had many avalanche rescues here? Yeah, um, I guess uh, one once in the in the winter we've got a big avalanche with uh, yeah with with big uh, trouble. I mean, like uh, yeah, maybe two two or three years ago we've got some uh, some dead yeah. in the avalanche, but uh, most of the time the outcome it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, you told me that you had a, a, a stint over in New Zealand as a ski patroller as well. Mm-hmm. What was that like? It was really, really good. Um, the job was almost the same because we are doing, yes, avalanche control, uh, uh, rescuing people. But uh, maybe the most different was the management. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can say it was a, an English management. So... They are really, yeah, pushing you and cheering you. Yeah, a lot uh, more encouragement. You said yes, exactly. And uh, I wasn't used to this in France, so the first uh, maybe two weeks it was a little bit uh, weird for yeah. me. I was like, okay, uh, is this a joke or something? <laughs> and no, 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 it's the it's the way it's they the are culture. doing this. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it was really. Yeah, I was feeling really good uh, in this kind of uh, environment. environment. Yeah. yeah. Were there more uh, female ski patrollers in the team over in New Zealand? Yes, there was more. Yeah, and uh, the chief was a was a woman. Yeah. So yeah, it was a little bit different to be um, managed by by a woman. Was it more um, inspiring for you? More made you feel different? Yes. Um yeah it was more about the the feeling I guess and yeah, the for, reward yeah and for me it was really good I I really enjoyed to to work with them and they really work uh, as a team so yeah it was really good because when you're back here in France you're only one of two female ski patrols out of a team of what 23 24 yeah 20 yeah and that's pretty common around most of the resorts is maybe one or two uh two females in each of the resorts on the ski patrol yes exactly it's not a really female job <laughs> yeah it it's becoming one but uh, it takes time so yeah it's yeah it's different it's a male env- environment so but we like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like you have to prove yourself? Uh, in Valsani, not really. No. No. Uh, it was it was okay when I when I come back, but um, I know some. Uh, I've got some friends who we are working in the other resort in the valley, 
And they said, Lay, I, I have to prove myself, like I can do the job, I can do... Yeah, all myself be better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They have to do more to to prove that they can do the job, and they they have to earn their pl their their place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a shame because I've I've seen you, and I know what you and your Virginie do. You you are professional at at your job. Do the clients when you're there, and you told me that uh, you see the a big client who's had a fall. <laughs> what do they? Do you think they? Where's the other guy coming? Yeah, maybe they think that, but after like yeah. You make uh, two, two or three jokes like, uh, okay, it's gonna be okay, or I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna let you <laughs> down or something like this, and they don't have the choice. No, I mean. exactly. <laughs> so uh, we, we try to reassure them, but uh, yeah. You've told we, we when we had the chat before, you told me you're, uh, you're pregnant. Yes. <laughs> what would you think if your little, if you had a little girl, for example, if she wanted to be a ski patroller? Because you, I see you as a role model, and mm -hmm. do you feel that way, or do you think that there should be more, um, more girls aspiring to be ski patrollers? Yeah, I, I don't see myself like a role model, but I can understand that because we are like so few in the in the job, like maybe it's can inspire other girls and we have like many trainee uh we are girl to yeah to come and yeah they spend a week with you and they follow yeah. you around i've seen them mm -hmm. to discover the job and yeah, uh, yeah. but um, i think there is like a kind of a profile like if you are uh, excuse me for the too girly You you can't really be a ski patrol. <laughs> yeah, you're not very you're not you're girl you're a girl but you're not girly girl. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's move on to being um, the firefighter. So it's been a pretty wet wet summer. Hasn't been many fires, but um, a firefighter here is different from what I, I'm used to in Australia. So a firefighter in Australia fights the fires and does some first aids, and an ambulance officer or an ambulance does the first response and does the uh, first aid and transports, but you do everything. You are a firefighter and an ambulance. Yes, exactly. In France, it's like this. We are doing the fire and the first response. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's quite nice because in, I mean, in val as you said, there's no so many fires yeah <laughs> so we've got it's plenty good. of water here <laughs> yeah plenty of rain <laughs> so it's good that you we can do the first respond because it's yeah most of the job is the first respond call so yeah and you've got a base in where's your base it's in Lonsable yeah the fire station is fire in Lonsable yeah. mm -hmm. and that what what region does that cover that cover the whole valley or uh, yeah from uh, in summer from the Liseron Liseron, Bonneval, Liseron. Yeah, to Bramont. Bramont. Yeah. And after you've got uh, Modane, there is like professional firefighter in Modane. Yeah. And they they come here to uh, help us because here we are only volunteers. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty big uh, area during the summer and during winter, uh, yeah, only Bonneval to Bramont. Without uh, Liseron and De Monsty, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And what are the sort of uh, response 
when you're doing your first response here in summer, what are the type of uh, call outs you get here? Uh, so with the the road, we've got uh, a lot of um, motorbike accidents. Motorbike accident, yeah, yeah. and bike accident. Push bicycles, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. So they're taking those uh, corners a bit too fast in the descent. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and yeah, we go a lot of, uh, at home to see people too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a big, uh, elderly, elderly community here that, you know, are, are on the road. Is that one of the, the call outs you get to look after some of the locals? Uh, no, the no. local, they call like, uh, they are dying. <laughs> They didn't call before, <laughs> so <laughs> only the last resort when they call. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's when when we are we have a call from a local, we know that uh, it's gonna be a real emergency most oh. of the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're pretty tough up here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what about the in the in the winter times? You got a backpack. In the summertime, you got another, another backpack. Yes. What's the difference in the two backpacks? Um, Apart from the weight, <laughs> yeah. In winter, as you said, we've got the um, the all the stuff for the avalanche, so we we don't have this in the in the summer for the the firefighter and the first aid response. Yeah, uh, and we've got the ambulance. So yeah, the backpack is quite the same. We've got a lot of things we are quite the same in the two backpack um, we have the oxygen in the winter we we took the oxygen like if we really need it and in the summer we we carry it every time yeah yeah so yeah in the winter time you, your ambulance is your backpack but in, in uh, the summer you've got all your equipment inside the yeah, all the gear in, in the, the ambulance yes yeah mm-hmm. and um is there something you always carry in your backpack? I know some ski patrollers say you always carry an Oppenel knife. You know <laughs> yes. It? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's the. It's really important. <laughs> it's good for the cheese and opening the wine. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, there's. Some, I wanted to go back to uh, being a ski patroller, but you you also do a lot of the weather reporting too. Yes, it's uh, one of the specialties yeah. we, we can do as a ski patroller. So um, every day, twice a day. Yeah, twice. If we can, twice a day. Um, in fact, we are um, gathering information for Meteo France, and so they can do the um, the bulletin, like the avalanche. Uh, uh, Forecast. Yeah, forecast for yeah. Uh, for the next day, and there is a there there are uh, maybe in each resort there is ski patroller who are doing this. Yeah, you got a special weather station, and you go yes. up there and you record what the the wind, the cloud, different type of clouds, yeah. the temperature, the humidity, the humidity, you the different snow crystals. Yes, exactly. I remember all this when I yeah, followed yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> You've noted it all down, and then you ring up Meteo Francais and you speak to someone, and they don't, they keep a record of yes, all this. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what's it? Let's go back to summer from. I just remembered the winter the uh, weather report, but uh, in the in the summertime, what's a typical day 
like? Or is it not an, a typical day in the summer either? Uh, in yeah, in the fire station. Yeah, in the fire it's station. It's more. Yeah, it's more. Uh, yeah, we we've got a typical a typical day. Sorry, so we we start by um, checking all the gears and the trucks in the morning. Yeah. Um, after we've got uh, maybe one or two hours to to do some sports, and after we practice like training on the, I don't know to to roll the pipe to to carry the the ladder to yeah. some stuff like this or to do some uh, first respond yeah and then it's a bit, bit of waiting until the, the, yes, the, exactly. the calls mm -hmm. yeah so you you might have some advice for some of those cyclists that come here and the, take the the monsoon in the easy run to take it easy when they come down yes <laughs> Is it mostly Italians or is it uh, on the Montsini, the motorcycles? They're pretty crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but we've got both like French, Italian, but yeah, the Italian really enjoyed to to go really fast in yeah, the especially cold. on some of those hairpins. Mm -hmm. um, you're you're part of two unique teams. Like, do you have feel like you have two families almost? Yes. Um, I think when I became a firefighter, I met some people like I will never meet otherwise if I, if I weren't a firefighter. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it's really nice to, to, yeah, to meet people. Maybe you, you, you will have never crossed yeah. in the, yeah. But you have the the teams that you, know, you have a real bond with your team, and whether you're a ski patroller and you're a firefighter, they're, they're two different teams. You need to have a confidence and relationships and trust with each of those different teams. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the job is it's a team job. So if you don't trust your your co-workers, it's it's really hard. But yeah, in both in both side, uh, yeah, it's it's like yeah, family maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, what do you do to relax? Like after you've had a big day, whether it's in the ski patrol or ambulance or the firefighter, how I, do you relax? <laughs> I how do you like switch to sleep. off? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes I like to go for a walk or uh, to go. Hiking or uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, most of the time after a long day outside in the winter when it's cold, I really enjoy to to be on my sofa. <laughs> yeah, it can be a long day. Yeah, because what time do you start in the winter? About eight, seven, eight o'clock. Uh, when we we are doing avalanche control, it's seven. Yeah, and uh, normally it's uh, eight thirty. And when do you finish? Because the lifts stop at what, uh, five. Yeah, four thirty-five. Four thirty-five. Yeah, and after we need to take to sweep everywhere. <laughs> yeah, to see if there's no one on the on the resort. So you. So maybe yeah, five five thirty six six o'clock. And the winter time. So you start at in the black in yeah, the, in and the you, night and, and you finish in the night. Exactly. Yeah, and then in the summer. <laughs> and then in the summer. Um, we are on call at seven in the morning. We need to be at the fire station at eight and until uh, six o'clock. And after you can be on call uh, 
all night or yeah it uh, depends on what you what are your plans for yeah. the night <laughs> let's bring it back to some local knowledge i mean you've grew up here you you live here um where do you when do you, do you get time to ski do you, to enjoy the the skiing uh, off when you're not working yes yeah where do you like to ski uh i like to ski off piste yeah yeah most of the time if i if i'm going skiing on my day off it's because there is a good snow good, good powder yeah <laughs> and uh i really enjoy to go to the Plan Cardinal. Yeah, every all the locals like Plan yeah, Cardinal. Yeah. Because I don't know, you can make like so many runs and always find good snow. It's really big, so yeah. And long. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a big area. Mm-hmm. But you've got that old chairlift to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can have everything. <laughs> I, I I prefer the Plan Cardinal lift. But I'm glad the Met's been re- replaced with the magic carpet because I fell off the Met twice. Oh, really? Trying to get on, yeah. Okay. So I was very embarrassed. <laughs> um, do you like to ski to any other resorts? Yes, I try to go in as a resort. Um, my brother is living in Courchevel. So when I can, I go to Aurel. Yeah. And... Uh, Oh, you ski tour up and over. Yeah, yeah. That must be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yes. What are What do you do in summer? What's your summer sport? What do you? Uh, I like uh, cycling, VTT. Yeah. Mountain, mountain bike. Mountain bike. Sorry, and and hiking. Yeah, most of the time it's the two two sport I'm doing in summer. Where do you like to uh, practice mountain bike here? Um, so now I live in Terminion. Yeah. So I like to go on the Arol and do the blue cheese. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not really good at uh, downhill biking, but yeah, I'm, I'm getting. Have you been better. up to uh, taking your mountain bike up to Refuge Tabor? Ah, no, I never been. It's beautiful. Really? Uh, yeah, I loved it. I did the hike up there last summer. And I mm-hmm. want to go back. Um, have you ridden up to um, Balcombe and um, yes? What's the Plan du Lac? Plan du Lac, yeah. Yeah, magic. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you can take your VTT all the way up to the refuge. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful up there. Yeah. Uh, what about your favorite hike? Mm. Or are there any hikes or places you want to do you haven't done be, done yet? Oh yeah, so many. Um, yeah. I would like to go in the higher mountain. Yeah, me too. But, uh, yeah, I, I never did. So maybe Oh, you've got the perfect partner to take you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's a mountain guide. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, when you have friends or family come and visit, uh, do you have a favorite restaurant, favorite bars? Mm, I must say that the, the local here, are trying to do really good stuff. And I enjoyed the restaurant where you can hit uh, some other stuff like other stuff like, like Tartiflette or, uh, you know. Uh, so I like to go. Now there is a restaurant in Terminion, La Tura. Yeah. And Luta. 
they're yeah, trying some, some to new do things. yeah some new things so so for the moment I guess it's the two restaurants I like I haven't been to Luta I want to go there they've done a they've really renovated the mm-hmm. restaurant and the hotel yes. and mm-hmm. it's new owners at Latura so mm-hmm. I need to go there and try there yeah it's really good I've been and yeah <laughs> yeah um, here's an easy question for you what's your favorite cheese <laughs> Do I have to say Beaufort or I can oh, choose... Oh, you can choose another one. <laughs> no, uh, Roblochon. Yeah? Yeah, I really like Roblochon. <laughs> you can get... That makes a good burger, Roblochon, in your yes. burger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What about in the mornings when you're getting ready to go on ski patrol or work in the firefighter? Is, are you a tea or coffee drinker? I'm a tea drinker. Yeah, any special tea? Uh, tisane. Tisane. Yeah. What's a tisane? It's not. Uh, it's not tea. It's I don't know. Uh, there are less uh, tain in in this. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's like chamomilla, some stuff like uh, this okay. for uh, old people. <laughs> <laughs> what's um, what's some piece of advice that someone's given you that you remember? Some good advice someone's given you. Um, maybe to enjoy the life I mean uh, I lost my dad when I uh, I have uh, 24 years yeah. old and yeah uh, it was no, yeah something in my head was like okay no you need to enjoy and to to be happy for what you have and yeah and you doing that yeah i try i try yeah i think you are <laughs> what's the most because you've traveled a lot you've been overseas you've been in lived in new zealand a lot a bit what's the most french thing about you my accent <laughs> yeah everyone says accent uh What's maybe, the cultural differences that you notice? That ah oh, yeah, that's real French thing. Yeah, uh, maybe uh, we think that we we've got the the best cheese and the best food <laughs> because uh, we are French. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. In New Zealand, it was funny. Like there, uh, no, we've got cheese here too. And I'm <laughs> like, no, 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 the best one are in France. <laughs> <laughs> They do have good cheese and wine in New Zealand. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe the French, we are, I don't know, like, sometimes we think we are the best. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all right. Um, you're, um, I see you as a, as a role model, and um, what do you think one of your greatest strengths are? Mm, I'm... Everything for me is easy peasy. I'm yeah. like really, I've got, yeah. I don't have like change of mood. I'm like. You're pretty even. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty chill. Mm-hmm. Must help when you're in an emergency. Yeah, of course. Exactly. Uh, I think I'm like this. Like uh, if there is a big, big uh, emergency, I can stay quiet and focused and yeah. That must make the the person relax more as well when you approach yeah, them that way. Yeah, 
I try to do this because I know it's it, yeah, it's helping people to to be more relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. What's a good day look like for you? Uh, in winter, it's like when there is good snow. Yeah. Good friends <laughs> and good food. <laughs> What about summer? Summer, it's pretty like the same without the snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like to be outside. So if I can spend my days outside, it's already a good day. Yeah. What's good about living in the mountains and what's bad about living here in the mountains? Um, I think it's really good for the the children here. I remember my childhood and we were like so free to do whatever we wanted so i think in the in the big city the um, the parents are like a little bit afraid so they can leave their their children alone in the street when i was young it was like uh, Go yeah, out. go yeah in the forest. Go and yeah, play. Yeah. Come back at five o'clock. Mm, yeah, exactly. And the part uh, which is not really easy here, it's if you want to be maybe a musician or uh, yeah, some stuff like uh, we've got no theater, no museum. So yeah. maybe for the culture, is a little bit hard, but. Yeah. After we we grow up and we go in the city, we we discover the the things. <laughs> Everyone is pretty tough and pretty independent. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Always yeah. outside. And the thing about the kids is that they're not stuck on their iPads. No. Oh. Not stuck in their phones. They're outside. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Let's go on to the last sort of three questions I gave you. Did you do your homework? Um, a little bit. All right. <laughs> So I like to ask each guest uh, to share a story with us about being in the mountains. Mm -hmm. You got a story you're ready to share? Um, yeah, maybe it's not a really... Yeah, I see. yeah, yeah, it's a story. When I was in New Zealand, um, I remember um, we were doing uh, avalanche control yeah. and they are like... Okay, tomorrow it's gonna be a big day, a lot of snow. And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, I remember, like, I've seen some stuff on the heli ski in New Zealand. So I was like, okay, it's gonna be a great day. <laughs> so I was uh, really, really, yeah, I was waiting for the for for tomorrow. And uh, so we are in the morning. We are doing the avalanche control. And they are like maybe, I don't know, 15 centimeters of snow. And I was like, okay, it's going to be snowing again. No, no, you're crazy. That's a good powder. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, um, okay. For, for, for me, it's like, yeah, an average day. Yeah, it's nothing. <laughs> yeah. And, and the world is like, uh, because of the, the weather, like we do maybe two or three runs and after the snow was melting and so it wasn't 
powder anymore. Yeah. So I was so disappointed. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, I thinking like in New Zealand, it was like, uh, yeah, not like in Japan, but uh, yeah, very good snow. And yeah, I was a little bit disappointed. But my co-worker was like, so... Uh, so happy <laughs> you were happy so, for them yeah 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 it was funny <laughs> have they ever come here when you, any new zealanders come here yeah uh i've got two of them they they came visiting me uh, in france so. and what are they did they come here yes yeah in Valsini. and what did they think yeah yeah they were pretty impressed by the the size of the of the resort because uh in new zealand i was in a little one so yeah, it was good. Yeah. yeah, they enjoyed their time here. I'm trying to get more Australians and more New Zealanders and just more people coming here to Valsini to discover this magical place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last two questions. What are the What does it mean to you to live in the mountains? What do the mountains mean to you? How do they make the How do they make you feel? Mm, it makes me feel like yeah, I'm free. Um, as you said earlier, uh, the the children here are not on the iPad and the phone, and we still have places here where there's no signal. Yeah. So sometimes it's really good to to go there and like, okay, I'm I feel good to be disconnected, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, it's really. I really appreciate, and I like to the um, the season, like in winter and summer. It's really crowded. There is a lot of people everywhere, and uh, during the off season, it's so quiet, and it's like you you've got the mountain for you. Yeah. So yeah, I really like it. It'd be difficult too sometimes. Yeah, I guess for if you are not used to sometimes it's difficult if you don't know so many people it can be really hard to be alone here especially when it's uh, bad weather (laughs) but i enjoy this quiet time and uh, yeah yeah it's it's pretty good when like in in the interseason like September, October, if we have a real good, like a good autumn, it's still good weather. Yes. You have got the mountains to yourself mm-hmm. for hiking and biking. Exactly. And you can't see a soul. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What are the What do the mountains teach you about life or what has being a first responder taught you about life? Uh, it teaches me like life is really precious. And at any time, it can turn in bad bad conditions. Like sometimes you see people who are enjoying spending time here and they've got in an accident and, yeah, they've got like really hurt, badly hurt. So, yeah, I guess it's the same as I said earlier. It's uh, I really enjoy the life because I've seen people dying or people get really hurt. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We have to appreciate life. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, on that note, let's, we're going to wrap it up, but thanks for coming on the show, Erica. Thank you. And, uh, hopefully no, people can come and see you and say hello, but hopefully they don't need you in the, 
in the winter and summertime here. Yes, hopefully <laughs> we can uh, have a run or two, but not for the rescuing. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thanks very much. <laughs> Bye. So that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to hear more stories from beyond the mountains, please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find me on Apple iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Please leave a comment and review. It helps with people to find the show. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Beyond the Mountains Podcast. So please like and follow the show. And remember, the mountains are more than just rock and ice, but the mountains are made up of the people who live, work, and play in them. <laughs>